0: Well, this is Vision Sunday, and i got to say again, I'm so glad that David is here. That's a huge answer to prayer. Uh, And I I also have to say, I'm so glad that you're here to kick off 2023. This is such a great way to start the year, by worshiping God together. And I also have to say, it was great to celebrate Christmas together last weekend— Uh, Man, I loved the the candlelight service on Christmas Eve. It's always a powerful thing to worship and and sing carols in in the candlelight. And then there was Christmas morning. Man, I don't think I will ever forget that day. Uh, I mean, we had a snowball fight right here in the middle of Sunday morning church. And if you weren't here for that, I got just a few seconds of footage with my phone. And I want to show you just a glimpse of what that was like. Now, I'll tell you what was amazing to me about that service. If you watch that video, you might think we just had fun, and that that was pretty much all we did. But I'll tell you what, we worshiped Jesus last week. Uh, There was a point in the service where we were just singing our hearts out to God, and it was a beautiful thing. And uh, I have to say, it it was just a great Christmas all the way around, and I really appreciate Jared and Jimmy pulling that service together and I also appreciate all the volunteers who have served here over the last uh, couple weekends on, on these holiday weekends it's a big deal to give up part of your Christmas Eve or your Christmas Day or your New Year's Day to volunteer at church and we don't take that for granted we are grateful for all of you now moving on I hate to disappoint you but there will be no snowball fight here this morning Uh, we'll save that for another time but i am excited about what we're doing here today Uh, we we call this vision sunday and we're looking forward to what god has in store for plum creek in 2023 and you know in some ways uh, new year's eve is kind of a funny thing In, in a way it's just another day right the sun comes up we get a few hours of daylight and then the sun goes down again in another way though new year's day it really is special because it's, it's a milestone. It's a time when we look back at the past and we look ahead to the future. Earlier this week, I was thinking back on some of my New Year's Eve, New Year's Day experiences. And uh, when, when I was a kid, you know, the, the big thing was staying up till midnight and watching the ball drop. That was very exciting at the time. These days, staying up till midnight is not that exciting In fact, last night, my whole family stayed up, except for me. (laughs) I was like, peace out at 10.30. Uh, Another strong memory I have is New Year's Eve 1999. Uh, I was hanging out with a group of friends, and we were waiting to see if the world would end when Y2K came. And now, 23 years later, uh, I think it's safe to say the world did not end. (laughs) one more memory that i have is from just three years ago new year's eve 2019 our our family had a a great night we actually made special appetizers that night with kind of a new year's theme Uh, for example we had breadsticks in the shape of 2020 it's pretty cool right but i'll tell you one of, the, one of the main things I remember about that night was a couple hours before midnight, I started feeling terrible. And, and I won't give you the details, but I spent the first few hours of 2020 as sick as a dog. And in a way, that was kind of appropriate. <laughs> From the very beginning, 2020 turned out to be a challenging year in many different ways. And the truth is, today, we don't know the challenges that lay ahead in 2023. We know there will be challenges over the next 12 months, but we can only guess at what they might be. And I know that might seem a little negative for me to say that, but I bring it up for a very positive reason. We don't know the future. We don't know what tomorrow holds but we do know who holds tomorrow, right? This week I ran across a great quote, a great statement from God Himself in Isaiah chapter 46. Listen to this Isaiah 46, verse 9. I am God, and there is none like me. Only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass. Or I do whatever I wish. I find a lot of comfort in that statement. You know, sometimes we get optimistic about the future. Other times we're pessimistic. But either way, we can't control the future. And God is so different than us. Because he not only knows the future, he controls it. And if we surrender to his will and get on board with his plan... Our long term future is very, very bright. So that's what we want to do here at Plum Creek in 2023. We want to surrender to His will and get on board with His plan. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited to see what God has in store for us. And of course, I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen at Plum Creek this year, but I can tell you our direction, where we're headed. And that's the purpose of this Vision Sunday. Over the past few months, the the leadership of our church, we've been praying, seeking God, asking Him to guide us from where we are to where He wants us to be. And personally, for me, this process has been energizing. It's exciting to get a picture of where God is leading us, and and I want to share some of that vision with you. And first of all, I, I need to let you know what I mean when I use this word, vision. In our context, a vision is a clear, challenging, hope-filled picture of the future of the church, as you believe that it can and must be. In a way, it's kind of like planning a vacation. When you plan a vacation, where do you start? You start by choosing a destination. Here's, Here's where we want to go. And you have to get specific at some point, right? Maybe you want to go to the beach. Well, you have to decide what beach are you going to? Where will you stay? Uh, What kind of things would you like to do when you get there? So you start with this vision of where you want to go, and then you figure out the steps that will take you to that destination. Now, there is one big difference between a family vacation and a vision for the church. The difference is, with a vacation, you pick the destination. But with the church that's that's not about us it's not about where we want to go it's about where God wants us to go but then how do you figure that out I mean do you send somebody up a mountain and hope that God will give that person a detailed plan and bring it back to everyone if you're Moses that's exactly what you do but in most cases that's not the best idea The best plan is to start with the truth of God's Word and go from there. So in our situation at Plum Creek, that's where we started. And we started way back with the why questions, the most fundamental questions. Why do we exist as a church? Why do we exist as human beings? Why were you and I created in the first place? You ever think about that? Why did the God of this universe decide that there just had to be a you? It wasn't going to be right if you didn't exist. Do you ever think about that? Our temptation is to, to make this about us. Maybe God made us so that he could love us and bless us. And don't get me wrong, God definitely loves us. And he definitely wants to bless us. But in the end, it's not about us. We exist to bring God glory. It's as simple as that. Another passage in Isaiah states this very clearly. Isaiah 43, verse 6. God says here, Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory. Whom I formed and made. God created us for his glory. That's not how we normally think. That's not what comes natural to us. What comes natural for us is is to pursue our own happiness, our own meaning, our own fulfillment, but that's not why God made us. So think about it. How are you personally doing in this area for that to be your big uh, overarching goal? how are we doing as a church? Have we made it our top priority to bring glory to God and show the world just how great He is? That's got to be where we start. And then from there, we can get more specific. If we want to bring glory to God, we need to do what He's told us to do. Jesus made it very simple uh, for us to understand what God wants us to do. When someone asked Jesus to name the greatest commandment, he said, number one, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And number two, love your neighbor as yourself. That's it. Love God and love people. These are the primary commands that God has given us. And finally, we need to look at the specific task that Jesus gave the church. We often call this the Great Commission. Right before Jesus left this world, he said to the disciples, go make more disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey everything that I've commanded you. So these are God's marching orders for the church. This is our mission. And here at Plum Creek, we say it this way. Our mission is leading people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus. We've been saying that for 11 years now, and we're going to keep saying it. Everything we do as a church needs to help us accomplish this mission. So going back, as we look at these three big categories, we have our answers to the why question. As a church, we need to be serious about the Great Commission and the Great Commandment, and when we pursue those things, we're going to bring God glory. These are the reasons why we do what we do. At the same time, though, we approach these goals a little differently from one year to the next, and that brings us to 2023. What does God want us to accomplish this year? What does He want us to prioritize? Well, to answer that question, I think it is helpful to look back at 2022. Uh, Most of us probably remember that last year we had this theme. We said that 2022 was the year of the kingdom. And the truth is, we should not set aside this theme as we go into a new year. Uh, As I've said many times, uh, Jesus talked about the kingdom of God almost constantly. And if it was that important to him, it needs to remain important to us so we're going to keep this theme on the front burner and as we move forward we need to make sure we remember what the kingdom of god is all about throughout 2022 we used a definition that lines up with what jesus taught we said the kingdom of god is any place where god's rule and his reign have truly begun and do you remember how this works In one sense, God already rules and reigns over everything, of course, because he's the king of the universe. In another sense, though, a lot of this world has rejected the authority of God as king. We live in a fallen and broken world, don't we? We see the the devastating effects of sin all around us, and there is a day that's coming. One day, God will enforce and assert his ultimate authority once and for all. But until that day comes, we keep praying these words from the Lord's Prayer. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When we pray that prayer, we're asking God to bring up there, down here. When we look at Scripture, we see that God wants the church to be part of the answer to that prayer. And that's why we started asking a a big question around here. We said, as a church, if we're totally open to wherever God leads us, how much good could we do for His kingdom? And that's been such a fun question to ask because we've seen different opportunities all around us, and and that's led us to to take on several kingdom projects. For example, a year ago, uh, this past January, We collected our special beans and rice offering to to fund several kingdom initiatives. And the goal for that offering was $12,000. But when all was said and done, you gave $20,193. But that was only the beginning. We tackled other projects like our week of serving, where 300 of us went all over northern Kentucky and Cincinnati. And we just showed the compassion of Jesus in practical ways. We took up another special offering to support churches that are ministering to refugees in Ukraine. The goal for that offering was $2,000. You gave $10,125. Then this summer, we invited our community to an outdoor Sunday worship service at AJ Jolly. Man, I could go on and on. I could talk about our work with the Wish Ministry, uh, reaching out to international students up at NKU. I could talk about our disaster relief trip down to eastern kentucky or our global mission trips to guatemala and north africa i really can't list all of the kingdom projects that we took on but i do have to mention our kingdom challenges from last fall Uh, this was one of my favorite things that we did every family at plum creek had an opportunity to accept a special mission that would help you make an impact for God's kingdom either locally or globally and so many families accepted and completed their mission and I have loved hearing the stories of what God did through that so all in all a lot of great things happened at Plum Creek over the past year but again what about 2023 where is God leading us this year Well, as we've talked about that and and prayed through that, we landed on a direction that I'm excited to share with you. Uh, First of all, as I mentioned, we're going to keep our focus on the kingdom of God, but we're taking a slightly different approach this year. I'll start with the big picture. Here in 2023, our theme will be God's kingdom story. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, if you look at the Bible, kind of the big picture of the Bible, there's really one great story, and it all centers on God. Uh, We're not the main characters here, but he does invite us to play important roles. And if we can grasp this kingdom perspective, it will change the way we view our entire lives. Now, the tagline here is also very important, know it, live it, share it. First, we need to know this great kingdom story, then we need to live it out, and then we need to share it with as many people as possible. Now, unfortunately, there's a problem here. We need to address it. The problem is we struggle to think about life in terms of God's kingdom story. Instead of his upper story, we gravitate to the lower story of what happens in this world. We focus on our agenda, our desires, our own interests. But again, that's not why we were created. We exist for God, not the other way around. So that's why in 2023, Plum Creek will equip everyone in our church family to step into our different roles in God's kingdom story. Now, I realize this this may seem a little vague at this point, so I'll share some specifics uh, the leadership has identified two key words that will be important throughout this year. The two words are equipping and prayer. Uh, so what's the significance of these words? Well, let's start with prayer. First, if, if this is going to happen, if, if everyone in our church will step into their role in God's kingdom story, what's that going to take? The truth is, we can't do this on our own. That's only going to happen by the power of God's Holy Spirit. And that's why we start with prayer. You might remember what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 9, verse 37. He said, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Man, there's plenty of kingdom work left to be done. More than enough to go around. But the sad truth is, many followers of Jesus are not super involved with kingdom work on a day-to-day basis. It's kind of like this. It would be like me telling my kids to go wash the dishes. And then they they all go over and they each wash just one cup, but then they go back to watching TV or whatever. And that's not going to cut it, is it? That's that's one problem that we see, Uh, but sometimes we have a different problem. Sometimes followers of Jesus try to tackle this kingdom work based on human effort instead of God's power. We try, and we try, and we try, and we just don't get very far. Meanwhile, all this time, God is more than happy to involve us and empower us for this kingdom work if we're willing to ask. So here at the beginning of 2023, we're going to do just that. We're asking God to show up and do what only he can do. We're asking him to work in us and through us. And we're continuing to say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You've heard about this 24-hour prayer event coming up next weekend. Some of you have already signed up to participate, which is great. But for those of you who haven't signed up yet, or maybe you haven't even considered it seriously, man, I want to challenge you to be a part of this. If you're part of the Plum Creek family, we need you to pray. And yes, of course, you can pray from wherever you are, but it's a powerful thing when we come together as a church and we say, Lord, we need you. Lord, apart from you, we can do nothing. That's the truth. So starting at noon on Friday, we will have people here on site for 24 hours all the way through noon on Saturday. And when you sign up, you get to choose your 30-minute time slot. And uh, yesterday somebody signed up for, I think, the 3 a.m. time slot. Uh, Thank you. You know who you are. And I wanted to let you know what to expect. This will be a self-guided prayer journey throughout this building. We will have hosts here uh, throughout the time. Uh, They will guide you and help you pray. Um, But as we move from room to room, you'll pray for families, for schools, for uh, ministries of the church, for people who need to accept Jesus in 2023. We believe that God works when we pray. So I encourage you to sign up. You can go to plumcreek.org pray or scan the QR code in your bulletin. And I encourage you to do that today. Now, in addition to this 24-hour prayer event, we'll have uh, several other ways that we emphasize prayer this year. Uh, one other example is we'll continue to put out our monthly prayer calendar. Now, this gives you a specific sp- prayer focus for every single day of the year. Uh, you can pick this up in our uh, newsletter, The Beacon. Uh, you can also get it digitally at plumcreek.org prayer or prayer calendar. And the digital version has links that will take you to resources that can help you pray. And as I've said before, uh, this calendar has been uh, great for our family. It's been very helpful. All that to say, uh, prayer will be a big deal around here in 2023, as it should be. But what about this equipping word? What's that about? Well, there is a key passage in Ephesians that explains how the church is supposed to function. The Apostle Paul is writing here to the church. And in Ephesians 4, verse 11, he says this So Christ Himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service. So let's look at this. Paul says there are two categories of people in the church. First, you have this group in verse 11 there. These are different kinds of leaders, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. All of these are leaders of some kind, and the church always needs these individuals who have been called by God. The church needs these individuals to step up and lead. But then, why is that? Look at verse 12. God calls these leaders to equip God's people for works of service. Leaders have a responsibility to help everyone find their role, find their place to to do ministry in the way that God has shaped you to serve. So if you're sitting in the crowd and you want to be involved in ministry and you want to make a difference for god's kingdom but you have no clue how to do that that's on the leaders we have to help you do that and and if we don't help then we've really dropped the ball and we don't want to drop the ball because of what paul says next why does god call the leaders of the church to equip god's people for works of service paul says so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. When church leaders equip God's people for works of service, what happens? Did you see it? It says we all reach unity in the faith. I've seen this before, and it's, it's such a great thing. When we are super focused on doing the work that God has called us to do, we, we don't have time to get distracted or pulled into petty arguments. Another result we see here is this. We, we grow in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. Now, This is not about mere head knowledge. This is about learning more about who Jesus is so that we can become more like Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. And when we become more like Jesus, guess what? We follow his example, and we do what he's told us to do. So at the end of the day, every follower of Jesus has a role to play in this kingdom work. But in order to play that role, everyone needs to be equipped And you remember what I said a few minutes ago. I said in 2023, Plum Creek will equip everyone in our church family to step into our roles in God's kingdom story. That means we equip people to serve in ministry. We equip people to lead in ministry. We also equip everyone at Plum Creek to be directly involved in leading people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus. And I'm especially excited about that last part. I want you to use your imagination for a second. What if, what if it wasn't just ministers or a select group leading people to Jesus? What if every member of our church family was actively involved in making more disciples? I want to ask you a question. If if you consider yourself a Christian, When was the last time you shared the gospel with someone? We want to help you have that conversation. Or or let me ask this. Have you ever baptized someone? I'm praying. We're praying that you will get to do that. and, And we'll help you know how to do that. I have to say, one of my greatest joys in life is helping someone begin a relationship with Jesus. One of my greatest joys is baptizing someone into Christ. It's been very cool. Over the past eight weeks, we've seen eight people get baptized at Plum Creek. and We put together a video of several baptisms that have taken place in and around Plum Creek over the last few months. And I tried to show this video on Christmas Eve it worked at the second service but we had a little hiccup at the four o'clock service so uh, for those of you who missed it i wanted to share that video again this morning so so let's try it again let's watch this i believe that jesus is the christ the son of the living god my lord and my savior all right colin because of your faith in jesus you're now being baptized in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit Forgiveness of sins and the gift of the Holy Spirit I believe that Jesus is the Christ, Jesus is the, Christ the, Son of the, God, the Son of the Living God and I accept him and I accept him as my Lord and my Savior. And Lord and Savior I'm going to baptize you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Of your sins and the gift. I've said it many times i love seeing people say yes to jesus and i'll ask this question again what if every member of our church family was actively involved in leading people to a life-changing relationship with jesus not just serving in different roles around the church which is important and great but i mean directly leading people to jesus how cool would that be if at some point everyone in our church family got to baptize someone or help baptize someone. I know that may sound crazy, it may sound extreme, but I think it's even crazier to think that God could not accomplish that. something I, I pray for. Now, we can't make anything like that happen on our own, but we can do what God told us to do because he enables us to do that. So for the leadership, that means equipping everyone, Here at plum creek to step into our roles in god's kingdom story we need to know that story live it out and share it and i'll close by giving you a few things to expect in the coming weeks next sunday we're going to begin a very important series called appropriately god's kingdom story and we're taking 16 weeks to go through the big story of the bible from god's perspective And each of those 16 images there represent a chapter in this story. We're going to cover everything from creation to Christ. And if you are someone who's sort of new to the Bible, this is going to be great. Because between now and the month of May, you'll develop an excellent grasp on the biggest themes of the Bible. But now, what if you're already familiar with the Bible? You might look at these stories and say, well, I've I've heard some of those before. I've heard some of them a lot. But even if that's true, it's going to be extremely valuable for all of us to to get this big picture perspective of God's word. And on top of that, we're going to learn how to remember this story and be ready to share it with others whenever that opportunity arises. This is one way that we can equip you to lead people to Jesus. Next Sunday, we're going to start with a four-week mini-series within this big series. Part one is called In the Beginning. And we'll kick off the story by focusing on the most holy God. Next Sunday, we're going to blow up our small views of God. And from there, we'll go through creation and the fall and the flood. So, number one, make sure that you're here next Sunday. And number two, bring somebody with you. Invite that person or that family in your life who needs to be here and throughout the week pray for those people And again, I encourage you to stay personally involved through the process Help someone take their next step closer to Jesus, whatever their step happens to be And I've mentioned this before But when you invite someone to church and they accept your invitation Stay involved. Help them through that process. Go with them to the Connection Cafe after service. Or like I said, next week we've got the Discover Lunch. That's another great opportunity to stay involved. You can say, hey, would you like to go to that lunch with me? (laughs) I've heard people say, I didn't know you could do that. I'm here to say, yes, you can do that. (laughs) Just sign up by Wednesday so we know how much food we need. Well, I'm almost out of time here, but I do want to let you know that along with everything else I've mentioned, we will continue to take on special kingdom projects. The first one is coming up very soon. We're going to support the, the work of the New Hope Center, which is a local ministry that we've partnered with in the past. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with New Hope, this ministry reaches out to families, and especially young women who are facing a crisis pregnancy. Uh, New Hope does an amazing job of showing the love of Christ to both women and their babies, born and unborn. When we support New Hope, we, we are investing in eternity because they are literally saving lives, and they're pointing people to Jesus. You'll hear more about that soon. Uh, Also, we have another week of serving coming in April. Uh, That same month, we'll have a special project that focuses on people groups that haven't yet heard the good news about Jesus. Uh, Later in the year, we're sending mission teams to Honduras and Australia. And by the way, we still have room on the Honduras team if you're interested in joining us on that trip. Uh, Finally, we've set a date to go back to A.J. Jolly for worship in the park. That's scheduled to happen in August. And, And really, there's so much more I could talk about, but I'll bring this to a close right now. I'll just say I am truly looking forward to what God is going to do, where he's leading us in 2023. It is an amazing privilege to be part of God's kingdom story. I pray that all of us step into the role that he has for us to play. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to step back at the beginning of a new year and start to see things more from your perspective, that it's not about us, it's about you. This big story that we get to be a part of. Lord, I pray that that we will look to you and surrender to your will and get on board with your plan. I pray that for us individually, for us as families, and for us as a church, and really for your church across the world. Lord, we pray for your kingdom to come, for your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.